You're listening to Speak Your Style, a lifestyle and business podcast hosted by Sasha Bowlby and Liz Toombs. Hey guys, welcome back to Speak Your Style. We are sitting right between Thanksgiving and Christmas, so we are in the thick of the holidays right now. How was your Thanksgiving, Sasha? My Thanksgiving this year was pretty uneventful. Um, we have a small family unit that's local. So um, typically for Thanksgiving, it's just the five of us. So this year for Thanksgiving, um, we actually did some Christmas decorating. And I know some people, especially on social media, have had these conversations about, is it too early to decorate <laughs> before Thanksgiving, you know, before even Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. So we started doing a little Christmas decorating um, the day of Thanksgiving. So I think I'm in the clear. That's fair. I wasn't before. I was the day of. And um, we did that. And then we cooked as a family. And um, actually, I didn't do as much cooking this year because I was on the decorating front. Um, but I did make my pumpkin pie, which is always my my go-to for Thanksgiving. Oh, so, I did not know that about you. Next year, I'm going to put an order in. Oh, request yeah. it. I love making pumpkin pies. So we did We did that. It was just very chill. It was just kind of nice to relax at home with everybody. And especially for me, like even though I was decorating, it was nice to have a change of scenery from the shop and um, really just get to enjoy, you know, some time with family. So it was good and relaxing. And then, you know, come in here and do Black Friday and Shop Local Saturday and all that stuff. So it's just been kind of a whirlwind since... Thanksgiving Day, I guess. All that relaxation melts away when it comes to the Black Friday and and Christmas season shopping, I'm sure. It does. Now, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. So, um, you know, I grew up in Louisville and my family is still there. And so on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, we were with my husband's family up here and then my family came on Friday. So it was nice to have a little bit less travel going on. But I was one of those people who decorated before Thanksgiving. Uh Uh-oh. The the problem for me, it's not really a problem, but like the situation that I'm in is when I'm decorating for Christmas for clients, I am worn out by the end of it, right? You know, because I'm going into other people's homes and we're working really hard at it. So I have to do mine before I go into anyone else's or I'm afraid mine would never get done. Well, especially probably with your travel too. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, travel can be hit or miss this time of year. And I just, you know, I like to be able to focus on it and enjoy the decorating. Um, so we did that or I did that. There was no we involved. Um, my husband pulled some things (laughs) from the attic, but otherwise it was me. And, um, we, I did that before Thanksgiving. So it was a little bit of a split personality house. So the dining room was set in Thanksgiving and fall decor. And then I had a little sign in the foyer that said, um, be thankful. And, and everything else was Santa's Christmas. and Christmas and yeah. That's a good way to do everywhere. it though. It worked out. I liked it. You know, the house looks so full and robust when you have all mm-hmm. of that decor out. So, um, yeah, so I enjoyed it. And I, at the time I didn't think anyone would be at our house for Christmas. So it was a nice way, you know, my family was able to come see the house decorated cause then we'll be in Louisville with them for Christmas. So there's just something about having your Christmas decorations up, you know, like you were saying, you know, it just makes the house feel mm-hmm. just, I don't know. It's something about, you know, it's bare all year and yep. you're used to it without anything. And it's like you put those decorations up and it makes it feel more homey and more mm-hmm. warm and inviting. And then, you know, then you have to take it down at the end of the holiday, which here lately <laughs> we've been leaving ours up a little longer even uh-huh. after Christmas. But then it's like you take all of it down and then your house just feels 
just empty. It can feel that way. I know. I end up talking about that a lot um, with people, just how to kind of get over. It's almost like a depressing sight that you mm -hmm. see because you move furniture around so you can get the Christmas decor in. You're yes. adding in extra lights. The trees and all the decorations are really abundant. And so, um, yeah, it's nice to just to get to to enjoy that, I think. But, you know, you bring up a really good point about the you all leaving your Christmas up a little bit longer. Because mm -hmm. um, I will advise people that if it's not solely Christmas decor, like if it's not all ornaments and red and green or trees, um, you can really get away with leaving that stuff out through the winter. Yes. So there's a few tricks that I've been sharing lately, and I was actually on wave three in Louisville yesterday and was sharing this, that you don't have to go out and, and start completely from scratch every time you're decorating for the holidays. So I took a couple pieces that I had used in a fall segment and had decorated um, with that. So I took like an apothecary jar, you know, those yeah. just basic glass jars. They're real cute. Um, it has some shape to it. And in the fall, I had like birch logs in there. Well, I cleaned that out and filled it with little red ornaments, little like shiny bright ornaments to sit oh, out like fun. on a tabletop. So I didn't have to go out and buy anything. Those were ornaments that I used to put on a tree. Didn't cost me anything. And then I just put them in a dish that I already owned. I also have them like in a crystal bowl in another room in the house. So that's yeah. just ways to get that in there. It's also super easy to clean up and pack up when it's time for the decorations to go away. Yeah. And then something else you can do is, um, Flocked. I'm just really big on flocked greenery like right now, uh, which is funny because as a kid, I totally hated it. I was like, what in the world? And now I'm like, snow everywhere. But um, you use flocked greenery or just simple evergreen things, and that can last through the winter as well. That doesn't scream Christmas or any specific holiday. Like, you can really get away with it. And what's nice about winter decor is, I mean, that applies really until end of February. So you don't have to touch that stuff. You can enjoy it and kind of keep yes. that abundant look that you're talking about. In your home. Well, um, and sometimes, too, I think it takes so much time to get your stuff out and to get it, mm -hmm. you know, the way that you want it. So, you know, if you don't necessarily start decorating before Thanksgiving and you do it after Thanksgiving, you know, you really want, and especially with Thanksgiving being late this year. Yeah. You know, you really want to get your stuff out and enjoy it. And, you know, once you put the time and effort into it, it makes it nice, you know, if you do those things, mm -hmm. that you can really get, you know, your time out of it. Yeah, I mean, you're right. And people have different opinions, right? Like, yes. I personally am a diehard because I go back to work right after New Year's. I like to have everything packed up and put away mm -hmm. so that when I go back at the beginning of January, I don't have to look at that or, you know, dread taking a weekend to put it all away. Yeah. Other folks, you know, they go to, what, mid-January based on epiphany. Yeah. So there's that mindset as well. So everyone kind of does it a little bit differently. Some people are straight up not into taking it down. They leave it up year-round. Yes. But <laughs> Uh, I saw a meme the other day that said, this is the time of year those people who leave their Christmas lights out um, all year long are yeah. not being judged because yeah. it's okay. It's already there. Yeah. yeah. They, they beat everybody else to it, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, you know, I think this episode's just all about holiday fun um, and just getting people ready for those parties and things that they may be hosting or going to. So what's your best fashion advice for folks going to holiday parties? Holiday parties, I think, are fun because you can do a little bit of everything. Like, I don't think there's really any strict rules mm -hmm. as to what you wear or how you wear it for the holidays. So, it, this time of year, plaid is always big. And plaid is coming in every color form this I year. I mean, I see it everywhere in all different colors. You know, you have your true buffalo checks. But, you know, then you have your green plaids and your red plaids and navy plaid. And, 
pink plaid I've even seen. I mean, it's it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. So plaid is always a good go-to. The crushed velvet, you know, it always comes back around. And I don't think it's ever going to go out of season. And some people absolutely love velvet. Some people don't really care that much for velvet. Sure. So it's really all based on personal preference. But I think, too, like some people get in their head that for holiday parties they need a fancy dress or, you know, go out and buy a whole new ensemble from top to bottom and really you know you can use things that you already have mm -hmm. in your closet you can mix and match you know you can do a fun top with a skirt you can also do you know a fun top with black pair of jeans or something like that and make it fun but reuse something you already have so it's not you know yeah. oh gosh I need to go out and get a whole brand new thing to wear to this party you know you can pull and mix and match pieces and really you can take something basic that's already in your closet and dress it up with an accessory or a scarf or a purse yeah. anything and make do and not blow the budget on you know an entire outfit from top to bottom so. I really appreciate that you said that because as a boutique owner you would really benefit from everyone going out and buying top to bottom new outfits for every for every holiday but your practicality is just refreshing because I'm someone who right now is trying to shop in my own closet more mm -hmm. and um, not always go out and buy something new and try to kind of recreate and wear things I have. Mm -hmm. And then if I discover I'm not really wearing something, then I want it gone. Like, yeah. I don't want it taking up the space. Yeah, uh, it's, it's one of those things where I feel like, you know, yes, I'm in the boutique business and I would love for you to come and buy something. But <laughs> at the same time, you can go through your closet and I love doing that too. Like, mm -hmm. I, I have several people that will reach out and say, hey, can you come and look through my closet. Sometimes it takes a fresh pair of eyes to see what's in there and put together some different outfit options or, you know, you may have a belt or a bag or a necklace or something that you can completely transform your outfit with. So yes, I would love, you know, to be able to dress you for something that's in the store. But at the same time, like if you want to use something that you already have, or maybe I have an accessory here that you can add to something that's already in your closet, like I'm that kind of girl. Like, I'm all about practicality and versatility and, you know, really getting, you know, your money's worth out of what you buy and what's in your closet. So, I don't That's just kind of the way I look at, look at it. Yeah. No, I think that's great. So, what is your take on those, um, they're kind of midi-length tulle skirts that I see everywhere. Like, they're all over, like, Instagram and they pop up on all the ads on Facebook. Sasha and I were just talking about how Facebook and Instagram have us pegged with yes. their ads. But, like, you see people pair them with, like, fitted bodysuits or turtlenecks, and then they wear these longer, like, they'll be in black or white or blush. Um, and they just seem so festive, but I just, like, I need to just buy one, I guess, and try it. I they, can't tell. They're very festive, and kind of what I've gathered from customers in the store, it's kind of like a hit or miss. Mm -hmm. They either love them or they hate them once they get them and you yeah. know you really I feel like it almost fits like a certain body style yeah like for me I don't have a very long waist and I'm bigger at the bottom so for me something like that probably wouldn't work mm -hmm. but um you know where they're fun and they're kind of flared you definitely have to put something on the top that's slimming it definitely needs to be a bodysuit or it needs to be you know tucked in you know with your top or whatnot but right. um but yeah, it's kind of, everybody has their own personal preference on it. So I always tell people, get out, get one, try it on. You, you'll either love it or you'll hate it. Yeah. One of the two. But well, that's it true. is cute. I mean, every time I see them on Facebook, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I need to get one of those. But I just mm -hmm. know the way that my body type is that it would not, mm -hmm. it would not be cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's true. You always got to keep, keep that kind of stuff in mind. So I got to <laughs> rethink that if I, 
don't know that I want Sorry. that either. And it's okay. I need like 10, 10 inch heels. I feel to like I'm bursting like everybody's bubble now about the jewels. No, I think it's good. I just see it all the time. You know, like the, the ads push it so much. And yeah. anyway. Well, that's like on. the cute little like toboggan hats with the fur pom poms mm-hmm. on them or the faux fur pom poms. Mm-hmm. Like I love those and I think those are so cute. But for some reason, I feel like I have like this misshapen head. Because <gasps> I cannot keep those on my head to save my life. And I put it on and I'm like, everybody always looks so cute in these. And I do not. So it makes me sad. I have finally learned how to wear those. And uh, so I I enjoy them now because I used to feel like I looked bald or, you know, like a a guy. But anyway, now I actually got that one from you. That's like that black leather looking one. I love it. It's great. Good. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, enough about me. So is there anything special that you do relating to the shop like around the holidays like either something you do for customers or um I mean I know it's a busy season for you right it once Thanksgiving comes I I feel like you have your pre-shoppers kind of before Thanksgiving that are really you know out trying to get stuff done beforehand Mm -hmm. you know like they may have a lot of travel going on between Thanksgiving and Christmas or they may have you know different things going on um that really take up their time during those days. So they get out and shop kind of beforehand, but it's like once Thanksgiving hits and you have your black Friday and your shop local Saturday, and especially this year where, you know, we're short a week where Thanksgiving was late. Um, it will just be madness between now and Christmas. And so, you know, my one big thing for the holidays is, you know, I always try to offer free gift wrap. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like that takes, you know, one thing off, the list for somebody to have to do. Like oh, if they, yeah. If, and, and gift wrapping, some people love it and some people hate it. I, I enjoy it. I don't love it, but um, it, it makes it nice when you can come in and you can buy something and say, hey, can you gift wrap this for me? And I may not be the fastest gift wrapper, so I usually always ask, do you have a few minutes to wait so I can, you know, I want to make sure that it's perfect. But um, so that's one thing that I really try to offer. And, you know, I really try to offer, you know, the wish list. If yeah. someone wants to come in and put together a wish list, if they've got a secret Santa or spouse or whatnot, that way they know, and it makes it easier for them. So I reach out and say, hey, you know, I've got some things here in the store. If you want to tell me a price point you'd like to spend, or if you'd like to come in and pick something out of that, you know, you can pick that out. I'll gift wrap it. It's easy. I mean, for men, it's great. Yeah. You know, kind of a one-stop shop. So, you know, those kind of things I think are important, you know, this time of year. And and of course, my customers love that it's just me, and they know I'm going to be here, right? You know, the entire time, so they can come in and catch up with you. Yes, yeah, it's a good, it's a good time to really, you know, see all those faces and catch up on what people have been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's a fun time around here. You know, once you get all the decorations and. You know, it, it's it's a lot of fun. I love the gift wrap idea. I saw a really pretty um, wrapping ensemble the other day. It was matte black wrapping paper with a black satin ribbon. And then they had oh, put wow. like red berries. It wasn't quite holly, but yes. just that little touch of red in there. Oh my gosh. Like it looked beautiful. And I was like, I want to do all my presents in black this year. Like yes. I just, I loved that whole idea. It was just so sharp looking. Yeah. I think you can have a lot of fun with wrapping paper. Oh yeah. I, everybody always has a different choice. You know, some people mm-hmm. go with just 
the basic, whatever matches their mm -hmm. trees or at home. And then I always see people that use the brown wrapping paper. Yes. And I'm always like, oh, I love that. Have you ever done that? I haven't. I did it one year. I saw it on Pinterest and I took that brown, I mean, what do they call it? Butcher paper, yes. craft paper, whatever. Um, and I did it. It requires a little bit heavier tape. The scotch tape didn't want to hold it because okay. it's a little bit thicker. But what I had seen was um, you took twine and just I made different types of little simple bows and then instead of using gift tags I took um there's something you could get like at the parent teacher store but they were just letters that you could peel off the back oh, and okay. like you know kids use them all the time for for things so I just took the first letter of each person's name and did that in the lower corner of the present oh, so it was really simple yeah. and then it just had um had the letter on there and you know if it was somebody that like if we had a john and a jenna then i would maybe do their like middle initial too yeah. but it was just a really fun different way to do that um i just have fun experimenting with wrapping paper and i'm not someone that matches it to the decor of the tree do yeah. you are you like a diehard on that um sometimes yeah it just kind of depends i mean in here at the shop you know i always try to stick with I have my classic pink uh -huh. um, that I typically use. This year I went a little different and found one that had, it was more of like a white base, but it still had the pinks and golds and yeah, holiday bells and stuff like that. So I always try to do something a little different each year just because, you know, if people get gifts throughout the year, they always have that go-to pink. Um, but it's just fun because then people know that it's come Mm -hmm. from the store mm -hmm. if it's pink they know if there's something pink under the tree that it came from Sasha Bo. <laughs> so that makes it fun too that's pretty good branding and it is nice because you can use it year-round it doesn't yes. matter it just fits with the store not necessarily a, a specific season yeah but it's fun to see everybody's choices you know, yeah some people one year I think I used flamingo paper you know I mean it's oh, just yeah I don't know. Um, textiles and paper, all of that kind of stuff. Stationery, it is just, I get real excited about it. Yeah. So I need, now I want to go and buy all the wrapping paper for this year. I haven't gotten my paper yet. I need to figure it out. Yeah. So we'll see. Oh my goodness. Well, um, this is a sl not a slow time of year for me by any means, but we are gearing up to slow down for the holidays. Um, so in that regard, it's really nice for us. We shut down the last two weeks of the year and that's mainly because if we're doing a project in someone's home, you know, they don't want yeah. you in there right up before Christmas. It either is wrapped up at that point and they're getting ready to have the holidays with their family or we are, um, just getting it to a stopping point so things can pause for the holidays. So it's something I started back when it was just me. Um, I was the only employee. I just, you know, shut it down for two weeks at the end of the year to give myself time to visit with friends and family and do things. And that way, you know, my clients knew they were wrapped up and in a good place. And then we would, we would reconvene in January. So, um, it, that's been kind of special over the years mm -hmm. to be able to do that. And now the folks that work with me take advantage of that as well, that, you know, we know that we have that end of year break. And that, is that the one break that you all have typically throughout the year? Yeah, that's the only like closure time yeah. that we have. We don't officially shut down except, you know, random holidays, 4th of July, yeah. Memorial Day, stuff like that. But um, yeah, and we all can take a vacation as well. But this is dedicated time that none of us are working. Uh, you know, starting in November, we go ahead and put a little line in our emails that lets people know as of this date we are closed until this date yeah. so we're notifying people and it's not a surprise yeah um, most of our clients are repeat clients anyway so they know, so they, know. they know what's coming um, and I think that they appreciate it uh, if something happens that's dire they know they can reach us during that time yeah. but you know it's just you know once the Christmas decorating's up and 
projects are, are kind of in a good space, nobody really needs us. Yeah. Um, so we just kind of go into the background for a little bit and, and enjoy the holidays ourselves. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of good to kind of have that time to just really reboot and refresh and mm -hmm. have a new, you know, clear mindset for mm -hmm. once you start. Because I'm sure once the holidays are over and once you're back from that break, you just, mm -hmm. your feet hit the ground running and it's... They do. And fall is just a busy time of year anyway, because it's like everyone's like, oh gosh, the holidays are coming. I really want to get that house project done or get that furniture in. So it's pretty much a mad dash right up until that last day that we're open. Um, but it's just fun and busy and you know that you've got that break coming. And mm -hmm. so, so all of that is, is good, but that's really, you know, it's not like you where it's a busy shopping season necessarily yes. for us. It's kind of busy in a different, yeah. a different standpoint. Um, yeah. And Christmas and the holidays are always you know, it's a fun time of the year, and so we thought that we would kind of share some of our yes, our favorite things and our thoughts on, you know, fun holiday traditions or whatnot. Yes. So, um, we wanted to start with our favorite Christmas movie. What's what yours? Is, mine's The Grinch. Really? Yes. I can't get behind it. I don't know why. What? I mean, like, I like it, and I use, um, like, I'll quote from it, but mostly I think he freaks me out, and I think he's mean to Max, the dog, and that bothers me. <laughs> I mean, I guess I didn't look at it from that standpoint, but it's just always from a little kid. You know, they always played that movie at school, and, you know, even yeah. from, like, the old-time version, even up to, like, the new updated versions, like, it's just, I don't know, it's one of those that I just love to sit down. Mm hmm and watch. So it's, it's always been one of my favorites. I get it. So I kind of have a tie for my favorite. Okay. It's either Elf or Four Christmases. Oh, I love Elf. Incredibly different. Um, I quote both of those a lot too, but like literally if they are on at any point in the year, it doesn't matter. Like I'm sitting down and I'm watching it and I'm laughing and loving them both. Now I know it's not like a Christmas movie, but I'm thankful for, like, the time that I, I did take off during Thanksgiving because they did have the Harry Potter marathon oh. on. I don't know if you're a Harry Potter fan, but... I've never watched them or read them. You have I think I'm, like, the lone person oh left on gosh. the planet. Oh, my gosh. I've read all the books. Oh. I've watched all the movies. I was the person that was always out at the movie theater when they released at midnight, hmm. standing in line so that I could watch them from, like, midnight to 3 a.m. in the morning. Oh, hilarious. So, and it's funny how, like, you forget what happened, so... I've been trying to catch up on my Harry, my Harry Potter movie. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. To the marathon. So, yeah. What's your best childhood holiday memory? Um, for me, I think it's really just spending time with the family. Like, when I think back on, like, our Christmases and our traditions and things like that, you know, I just remember all of us being together. Yeah. And, you know, you think back to when, you know, I had my grandmother who has now passed away. You know, she was always there. and She would always every Christmas she would be sitting in the driveway at probably 6 a.m. Like she was one of those early risers. Was she waiting for y'all to get up? She so was waiting for us. She was waiting for us to get up in the morning. So she would be in the driveway with her coffee cup and her newspaper oh, and God. all of her gifts in the car waiting for us to get out of bed. So it's just those times, you know, it's those times with your family that, you know, now that I'm older yeah. and I look back on it, I'm like, oh my gosh, like those are probably some of my most favorite memories. Now, granted, she did that a lot of times waiting uh -huh. on us to get out of bed because she <laughs> she was normally up at like six o'clock had her breakfast had dinner cooked and ready from the main meal to the dessert and you know 
Oh, gosh. But, yeah, no, she would be in the driveway waiting on us. That is hilarious. So. Oh, my gosh. What's yours? That's funny. I would say, similar to you, it's not, like, one specific event, but um, the way our house was set up when I was a kid is you'd walk down the hallway, and there were these double doors that led into the living room. And so what would happen is, on Christmas Eve, my parents would make sure to shut those doors so that if one, because there were three kids, so, okay. like, you never knew who was going to get up first yeah. or who was going to try to take a peek. Um, they would shut those doors, and the rule was we all had to be up and awake and all five of us in the hallway before we were allowed to go in and then mom and dad would go in you could go in through the kitchen and dining room and they would wait for us on the other side and let us open the doors and they would take pictures of like our faces when we saw the presents and we would go in and um mom wrapped all of our presents so like all my presents would be in one wrapping paper my sisters would be in one and my brothers would be in one so there was no confusion like who got what what? so you would like hone in and figure (laughs) out which pile was yours um and so it's just funny like lately I've been thinking about that a lot and just how fun that was like how simple those doors just to like not see that until they said okay you could open the doors and that was just every year it was that way yeah I think it was was fun fun too for me like my little sister um I was 12 when she was born Uh so I feel like I got to do that whole Santa and parenting thing Mm -hmm. as she got older and I think about all the fun things you know that we did like we had a fireplace and one time I took down the uh, fireplace screen and I actually got in the fireplace and stomped around and got you know the ash and stuff on my boots and I would go down the hallway you know it's just you (laughs) always look like a little like overboard to try to make sure to try to make the idea of it so oh my gosh yeah I don't have any children right now so I don't get to do all of you know all Mm -hmm. of that stuff but it was fun you know to be able to to do that and kind of see you know what your kind of see what your parents went through Uh I guess you know to try to that is hysterical all right white lights or multicolored lights I have always been brought up with white lights yeah multicolored lights they're really cute and fun, and at some point, I probably will use them on something, but I'm probably strictly white lights right now. Yeah, um, I have become a white light person growing up. We had multicolored lights on the tree. I always thought it was fun as a kid, um, but I just painted last year one of those ceramic look, vintage-looking Christmas trees where you can, you can put in the different um, light bulbs and star. And I so it those. came with the multicolored lights, and I was like, I'd like to buy white lights. So now I have both sets. So last year, um, when I painted it, it's painted in, like, black and silver glitter, okay. and then I have put, like, snow caps on it. So um, I liked the white lights because I thought it was, like, really classic-looking. And then this year I was like, let's make it fun and punched in the colored light. Yeah. And I think it's, I like it even better. Well, that's so. great because then year to year you can always do something. Mm-hmm. You can change it out week to week, I guess, if you wanted to. I guess so. If I, had, <laughs> if I had the time, I would do it. Oh, my gosh. Are you a turkey or ham person? It's a hard, it's a hard toss-up. Yeah. I love turkey and ham. Yeah. And I think it's just because I've been spoiled. Like, my mom makes the best ham. Uh-huh. And then my dad makes, like, the best turkey. So, like, when we have holidays, I'm like, I've got to have ham and turkey. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess maybe, maybe I like turkey better, but... I don't know. It's, I love them both. I love food in general. So, you know, I get it. I'm probably more of a ham person and I'm what my husband calls a city ham person, like a honey baked, like a sweet. I don't like the salty. I'm not a country ham person. Um, and turkey is fine. I just find that it just doesn't have a lot of flavor and I get more excited about the sides, Yes. but we just had this full discussion at Thanksgiving. So now I'm asking everyone I know, turkey or ham, which one? Yeah. What about dressing, or do you call it stuffing? Um, we've actually, 
Growing up, we called it stuffing because, like, we would do a lot of stovetop. Yeah. But now my mother-in-law makes dressing balls. So it's almost whoever I'm talking to. I sort of adapt the word to them. What about you? I've always called it stuffing. Yeah. I don't think I've ever called it Have dressing. you ever actually put it in a turkey and stuffed it? No. Oh, okay. Me either. No. I mean, I usually do, like, it depends on what all's going on. Like, this year I didn't get to make my stuffing. But, like, last year I did a homemade stuffing. Like, the breadcrumbs and the celery and the carrots and the sausage and... You know, really kind of went all out with it, but wow. But yeah, no, I've never called it dressing, which I think it's funny too, like how people from different areas are going to call it different things. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be interesting to look and see how different regions call it and what what plays into that. Yeah, and we're know. like totally like off <clears throat> off um, what we were talking about. I posted something on my social media the other day about um, a sweep. I guess. Different people call sweeper versus vacuum. I'm a vacuum. Okay, see, I call it a sweeper. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'd put it on my Insta story. It's yes. like sweeper. Uh -huh. And someone had reached out and said, you, you know you're from eastern Kentucky if you call it a sweeper. That's funny. I was like, oh, should I have called it a vacuum? My husband and I talk about that all the time because I'll say, let's vacuum this. And he'll be like, I'm going to sweep this. And to me, if you're going to sweep something, you're using a broom. broom. Yeah. If you're vacuuming, it's the vacuum. So yeah. it's just little nuances. <laughs> I mean, we're from the same stinking state and yeah. we're saying it completely all differently. Different. Oh okay, so back on topic now. Real tree or fake tree? Fake all the way. Really? Yep. I like to reuse them. I get stressed at the idea of watering a real tree. Yeah. I, th I had a little bit of trauma when I was in college. Oh, no. Um, I was babysitting for a family, and they had a real tree. And you know how you have to turn the screws to keep the uh, the um, trunk in tight? Yes. Well, it must have been off kilter because I heard this huge crash oh, in the front no. room. And the tree had fallen over, and the water was pouring out onto the wood floor. And I, the tree was too big. I couldn't lift it back up. So I think I'm like, mm, I'm good with my fake tree that's very controllable. <laughs> I guess we, I've always known a fake tree. Uh -huh. Now, my mom will tell me that before I was born that they had a real tree at one time. But mm. my family has a long history of allergies and things like that. So sometimes it's hard to bring in those real trees. Sure. I think um, they smell amazing. Yes. I just, it's not something that beautiful. I was brought up with. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I guess I'm totally fake tree all the way. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a favorite holiday tradition? Um, we do a few things in the family. Um, the one thing that we have always done is at Thanksgiving, we will draw names. Oh. Um, and then whoever's name that you draw, you do the seven days before Christmas. So you do, we do little small gifts, uh -huh. like $20 and under, $10 and under, just little things. Yeah. Um, so it's fun because we always say we're not going to tell each other like who we get. Uh -huh. And every year I find out who has who, because whoever gets my mom will always like, you know, typically it's my dad. So my dad will be like, well, I got your mother for Christmas. Do you have any ideas? And I'm like, hmm, okay, well, dad got mom. Process of elimination. I know who I got. And then, you know, having <laughs> Brie, like this yeah. year is really probably one of her first years that she can actually like buy her own gifts. So mm -hmm. she would always be like, okay, I got so-and-so's name. So I need you to help me. So normally it's me getting all the gifts. So I know who everybody has. So I was like, I feel like I always run like the fun of it, but that's always been like our go-to and it, and it's fun and it's just yeah. something fun to do before. But this year, we actually started doing advent calendars. Oh. So everybody got a different advent calendar. And so that's just been something fun that, that we've been cool. doing. Like my, my older sister got one that um, was different teas. Yeah. Um, mm. Each day it's a little different tea bag. And then mine was um, socks. Uh-huh. Because I'm a sock lover. Yeah. So I get a different than my little, which mine's just like the 12 days. Uh-huh. Um, 
But yeah, different pair of socks. Little sister, we got her a makeup one. Yeah. And then my mom and dad, we did fun little, like we're doing craft beers for my dad uh -huh. and his little advent calendar. So it's just, it's just kind of fun to get a little something each Those are fun. Each and day. just spread out, spread out yeah. the activity. What about you? Oh gosh. Um, I would think uh, one of my favorite traditions has come about as I've been older and married. So, um, all of our siblings, so I'm, um, uh, my siblings, we don't buy presents for, and neither do we for my husband. So okay. what we started doing was instead drawing, um, well, we did drawing names for a while, but then we said, okay, we can buy whatever we want as adults. Like, let's yes. do something else. So we each, like, as a family, go and take, like, a, either, like, an Angel Tree Kid name or Sunrise Children's Home is here locally. And they do where you can get names for Christmas. And we'll buy for them, like, in lieu of doing sibling gifts. Okay. Uh, and that's just something that, that we've done as just a way to kind of change things up. We end up focusing on the kids, like, all the nieces and nephews. Yes. We buy them presents. And then the parents. Yes. So, like, we focus on them. And then, like, the siblings, we're just, like, we're fine. You it's know, hard with, like, else. our mm -hmm. age. Because it's, like, you're at that point where you can buy what you want. Yeah. Or you don't need anything yeah. or want anything or have space for anything and it's well, and just that's a, the thing you never want to be like oh gosh like you know because the thought is so nice and someone you know thinks of you and, yeah. and gives you a gift so that's why we just said let's just eliminate it and then we can focus on you yes. know the those other folks so well where it is coming close to the end of the year do you have any new year's resolutions or any oh, new projects coming up for 2020 or? We do have some new fun projects. Um, some of them we're already starting to plan. Some um, we're getting close to, to planning. So um, we've got a few here locally and then several sororities that we're already looking at for the new year. And so that's always exciting to yes. have that to look ahead to. Um as far as what was your other question? Not new projects, but New Year's um, resolutions. Oh gosh, it's too early for New Year's resolutions for me. And I'm not really a resolutions person. I'm more of like a set a goal kind of yes. person. And I'll make a vision board. Uh, shout out to Coach Colleen for teaching me that. <laughs> uh, I'll pull things out of magazines and off the internet yeah. and kind of create that and leave it in my um, bathroom on my vanity. Yeah. But that's that's kind of what I do. What about you? Resolutions and projects. Um. Well, I always. Every year, I always say that I'm going to try to take better care of myself. Hmm. You know, just being in here all the time uh -huh. and being busy and trying to be in too many places at once. I always say, okay, like, I've got to take take some time for myself. So, that's always kind of my good New Year's resolution. And then, I think for 2020, like, I'd really, you know, I really want to focus on growing my business, you know, as anybody would be. Sure. You know, in-store traffic here, online, um, those kind of things and you know really try to focus on bringing some new lines into the store and you know got my eye on a few things That's um, exciting. to bring in that'll be a little different there's always something I always feel like I have something up my sleeve over here so um definitely stay tuned yeah uh, for 2020 to see what all will be going well I'm excited to on. see it well, so thank you for listening. We are going to take a little bit of a break for the holidays, but we will be back at it in January, and we have a great list of topics to bring to you as well as some guests that will be coming yes. on the podcast with us. So don't forget to find us on social media, and we will see you in 2020. Happy holidays.